Creating a global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, and opportunities powered by AIX. Oh, no, no. I can't even hear it anymore. All the way. It actually sounds like just the internet. <laughs> right. That's the internet. Some sort it? of corporate word salad. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Just about 12 minutes after 8 on this Monday morning, Wisconsin's morning news. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program. Eric Bilstead and Mitch Petrano here with you until 9 o'clock. All right, I'm going to play a sound for you. Do you have any idea of what this sound is? You ready? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to hear it again? Yes, because it sounds cool. I'll give it this, and I know because you played it for me earlier. I didn't know at the time. I'll give it this. It kind of sounds like it looks. Ooh, yeah, right? maybe. A little onomatopoeia. Is that the word for that? Okay. Something I'll, that sounds like it looks. Sure, or... yep. That's what you'd expect it to yeah. sound like if you, didn't, if you saw it before you heard it. That is the sound of Twitter unveiling its new logo slash name, X. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to get, we need to do it, we need to get to a Muskwatch. Why are you laughing at me? Right. Muskwatch for Monday, July 24th, the splashy sound you just heard. That's right, that splashy sound. There it is. Yeah. Keep that thing queued up. I, oh, I, I see a lot of uses for that <laughs> in this program. That is the sound of major change it's coming to not. Twitter in X is replacing the iconic Bluebird logo, and it's already happened. So on the website, anyway, if you go to Twitter.com, instead of the little blue bird logo in the little top left corner, it's the okay. X. I'm doing it right now. So, But I haven't seen a change yet on my phone, but it's on the website. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Owner Elon Musk tweeting that soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds... So he's getting rid of it. It's time. They're changing the brand, and they're calling it X. The new CEO, Linda Yaccarino, says this. X is the future state of unlimited interactivity, centered in audio, video, messaging, payments, banking, creating a global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, and opportunities powered by AI. No, no, X no, no. Will I can't even hear it anymore. All the way. It actually sounds like just the Internet. <laughs> Right. That's the internet. Some sort of corporate word salad. (laughs) So there's some questions about it and some critiques. Here's what some are saying about this new X idea. One tech journalist questioning this latest move, tweeting, rebranding HBO to Max was the dumbest rebrand in recent history. Elon, hold my beer and or whatever is being partaken at 3 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. So he liked it. Not a smart. <laughs> Hold my beer. Dumbest rebrand oh, in recent boy. history. Hold my beer. <laughs> I don't there you go. Yeah, so now it'll be called X. So it's a rebrand. This doesn't always work, obviously. Not sure if it's needed, per se. Yeah, what's the why here? Well, I... Because you want to, like, tear the band-aid off and, and stop being compared to what once was and move forward to this new era of X and X's and exercises <laughs> and expressions. I don't know what you're going to call it. I have a saying. I, I say this all the time. I should trademark this. It's like you can reinvent the wheel. People are, you know, oh, it's reinventing the wheel. I can make you four wheels that are squares. 
is different. It don't work, <laughs> but hey, hey, we're different. Yeah, you're right. You know, difference not all. You know, changing things just to change them. That I agree with. Here's the thing that I keep thinking of. If you go to X.com, don't worry, you can X.com. It comes up as Twitter. So what do you think of when you think of X? All I think of is. <laughs> I mean, triple X is that? Was that like? If you're going to upgrade your subscription, you mean X.com Mom, wasn't taken? Mom, Mom, I swear it's a social media site. I'm seeing all this X in your, in your. What did they say? Feed. What are all these X's here? It just, I, kn- <laughs> I know what X is. Your father and I. It just doesn't seem like that's the the perfect thing to go with. Hold We're my beer. In the 70s. So, yeah, so, okay, a couple other little nuggets and notes on this. So other apps have tried to do this to be that central app, and they have failed. So what will X be able to do differently? Well, Twitter still is influential. Of course, the big question is whether or not X, this new app that replaces Twitter, can be as influential as Twitter has been. Yeah, and they think that it would be because of its viability. Twitter isn't as large as Facebook or TikTok or Instagram. But it has punched above its weight. Twitter is a place that presidential policy has happened. It is a place where celebrities and entertainers and media personalities and sports stars and all sorts of other people hang out. It's still an important platform, at least for now. That is Ian Sure, He's a CBS News contributor on Tech Stuff. So X marks the spot, baby. It's here to stay. I just wonder, though, just like any social media platform, the strength of its content is in its content creators. <laughs> X doesn't make stuff. X doesn't create the content. You do. I do. Other yeah. people do. The, you mentioned presidential politics gets played out. They, right, so yeah. they have to be here creating this content. Otherwise, it's it's just an X. <laughs> Ooh, very good. That's We're going to have to change our Muskwatch music to this now. <laughs> it's hot. It's working for me. my beer stop laughing Wisconsin's morning news on this Monday morning. Feel that people are owed an update because I made a big old deal about it on Wednesday before I was off. Off a couple of days, I played in a major uh, golf event with a buddy of mine. A major golf event. Thank you for <laughs> yes, it was a, adding that. That's one of my majors. <laughs> I mean, major in that it took several days yes. for it to play out and for me to ultimately fail. Um, but as I was trying to get out the door for that and everything toward the middle of last week, my water heater went and it was leaking all over the place, and then. You and I had openly proffered a solution that might have included flex tape. <laughs> no, you suggested that. I said your water heater's dead. Yeah. And well, and you suggested that maybe you and I could put we a could new one in. We could do it together. No. I have done it before with help, but I have done it before. I could have came over and we could have done it together. So much as I expected... One of the reasons I thought not to even attempt that is because I knew where my water heater was, and this was a tough one. I said earlier, you know, if, if, it, if we were playing Jeopardy and the Jeopardy answer is, hmm, never seen that before, 
The question is things you never want to hear from your doctor, your dentist, your mechanic, or your plumber. <laughs> so you heard that? <laughs> so that's what I heard. So my, my oh, water boy. heater is leaking all over the place in my basement. I knew I had to replace it. I knew it was old and this was coming. And that will lead mm-hmm. me to another point that I want to make as we end the segment. But I'll update you first. The house was built in 67 with an unfinished basement. It appears to me that part of the basement had since been finished before we moved in, and they kind of finished it just around the water heater. How does that even happen, though? So my guy's in there. I call Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber is our guy. Joe says, I don't really do water heaters anymore. He's kind of phasing back on his stuff. Mm -hmm. So we call Drew. Joe says to call Drew. Drew says to call John, and John comes by the house. Okay? Got it? Got it. Joe to Drew to John. (laughs) John's in my basement and goes, hmm. Never seen that before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? So what had happened was it looks like this water heater is like shoehorned into a spot. It's finished walls on either side. It's right next to the HVAC. And then there's the giant plumbing pipe that comes up from the ground, you know, like that connects to your water. They call it the stack. So it's, what, two inches across diameter? It's enormous, right? That's taking everything yeah. from the top two and floors. it's behind there. So our options are how would that even happen? Create an entirely new space, replumb the whole basement, right, to connect up to a new spot for the water heater. Yeah. Option two is knock out a wall. Option three is what John ultimately had to do was he cuts this. He had to cut the piping. I'm sure people are gonna. It's not called a pipe. It's a. What, I'm not a plumber, man. <laughs> Whatever. It's a big old pipe in my basement, and he's down there with the sawzall, <laughs> cut a huge section of this thing out. Yeah. Took the water heater out, shoehorned the new one in there. It looks great. He at least was able to switch and move it around so we can get at the controls now a little bit. Yeah, that would be nice to be able to use so, the controls. Yeah, so turn it to vacation when you're gone. Yeah, so they did a, he did a nice job. He did everything he could to save me money in the spot that we were, but we were in a tough spot. But then Eric, when I said, hey, they got to cut this pipe, you know, now, and he's like, I have a pipe cut. <laughs> I could have cut it. I'm like, that thing you showed me looked like... <laughs> It's, it's like, like an cutting, exacto knife. It's like for cutting conduit and stuff. <laughs> right? I do have a sawzall, though. Can you? But can you imagine if you and me are down there? <laughs> I wouldn't say. I I've got see. my flex tape, and you've got your little. <laughs> oh no! I don't think I can. I don't think this is big enough to get around that giant pipe. Lesson oh, well. to be learned here, though, and folks have asked. I mean, look, I knew the water heater was going. Joe, the plumber, told me ten years ago. He's like, "Yeah, on the last leg of this thing, any time now," and. Actually, I got a text from David Nason, who hosts the Fix It Show, and he was asking how long was. I'm like, I know where you're going with this. I knew it was on the fritz. I knew it was. Why didn't we plan this? Save ten bucks a week for a little while, or you know, whatever it right, is. Right, right, right. Set aside some money, save up the money that it is. Plan to have it replaced. But no, nobody does that. I was, right? was going to say, especially with a water heater, no right. one plans on water heater. We wait for stuff to break, and then it's an emergency. And then John's in your basement, going, hmm, "Never seen this before. I don't know what we're going to do." So they did a great job. Everything is fixed, and uh, we're in good shape now. So I'm always amazed when someone says, oh, we're going, we're waterless now, or we have this other new yeah. high-age thing. And I'm like, how did you get to that point? Like, how did you plan for that? Because whenever we have a water heater issue, we immediately just go buy another one because we need the hot water. Just have one on standby? <laughs> yeah. Here you go, John. Just throw this one in there, then yeah. we're good. Switch Fire a couple of things out. Well, next time I'll call you. 827 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight thirty-seven on Wisconsin's morning news. A new survey out says that you likely, Vince, have one of these sitting in your drawer at home or in your wallet. That's right, an unused gift card. Nearly half of Americans 
are not using their gift cards after all these years. We did find that about 40% of people said that they've made an effort to use gift cards more frequently over the past year because of economic concerns. But last year, about 75% of people with unused gift cards said they would use most or all of them within the next year. But clearly that hasn't happened. It's Bankrate.com's Ted Rossman. So yeah, no one's using the gift cards or at least half. Forget they even exist. Don't think about them. Leave them someplace. I think there are a couple of things. For me, if they don't get used, it's A, it's a $25 gift card for some place that sells stuff that's $100 plus. You know, like what I, what I want. Sure. So if it's a $25, $25 gift card to a golf shop, for example. One of the popular names mm, out there, whatever. Yes. Okay. Well, I want new Nike golf shoes. $150. Bucks. Well, not, I don't have a buck and a quarter right now. So you, 25 so you, doesn't really get me there. So you're accumulating the gift cards then? I for guess later? then, or it just sits, and then you forget. I always forget if there's like three bucks left on them. And then I'll like have a handful of them. We've gone to like Marcus before, movie. I'm like, here, can you just run all of these, yeah, please? Like, and then take them if they're empty. Like I don't your want total them. is $40. Right. Okay, now you're at thirty-seven sixteen. Now you're at 34 right. like, So the best advice that Rossman has is that as soon as you gift, get one, or gift it, I suppose, either way, as soon as you get it, you should use There's it. There's a risk, too, that if you hold on to these cards, inflation cuts into the value, the store might go out of business, you might lose the card. There's a lot that can happen. Mm-hmm. Oh Well, here's something that can happen. Matt and Howard's Grove just texting into the old National Bank talk and text line. We bought $400 worth of Piggly Wiggly gift cards through Script at Church. Lost them. Oh. Uh, 8.39 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> Up to 75 degrees now in Milwaukee. Hazy and warm today. 88 degrees, your high inland. A little bit cooler near the lake. And by Thursday, Nancy's got a high of 94 degrees. Woo. And when it gets like that, with the humidity as well, a number of these days in the Storm Team forecast also have a chance for showers and storms. So just something to keep an eye on. Boy, Saturday that stuff bubbled up, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It was a nice rain, though, for us where I was. Needed it. But if you were out at the Air and Water Show, as so many were on Saturday, we went Sunday, got the pick day because it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Even just a slight bit of a lake breeze. That was awesome. in Oshkosh opens today. That runs through this weekend at Whitman Regional Airport in Oshkosh. And that was the F-16 demo yesterday down at Lakefront. So cool, man. It's just a... I don't know how they know, and I don't know if uh, we have any prediction or kind of reads estimates on how big the crowd was, but they say it can be 100,000 people. Is that right? Wow. So you've got every inch of real estate packed from, you know, right up on the beach. You got seats, vendors. And then... Up into the bluff, all up the hill there by St. Mary's and the, the water tower. That's yeah. another good spot where people can watch for free. And then just think of it, one end of the lakefront to the other, Veterans Park. Now, if you're in Veterans Park, your view is not perfect because that's sort of the end of the stage, if you will. That would be stage right or show right. So okay. a lot of the turning around is happening there. Yeah. Everything happens sort of right in front of just about Bradford Beach. We decided to buy tickets this year as opposed to try to find and stake out a place where you can watch for free, just because uh, you know I took my dad and my stepmom, 
Um, my mother-in-law is remarried to an Air Force veteran. So we really wanted to bring him down. Cool. But easier that I could drop him off right there, and then we have a spot. We don't have to worry about all that. But the cool part about it is then you get the air show narration, and then everything happens right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was a good show this year. A lot of folks out there buying stuff, too. You mentioned the whole merch tent row yeah, and right? all the demos. We are merch? Buying merch, yes. <laughs> What'd you get? I got a T-shirt that has the formation that I was watching um, during working hours this week when they were practicing. Oh, sweet. And now you get to see the whole show for real, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I usually see it every year, but yeah, so I'm excited. So what occurs to you, though, is like this is just like a concert, right? You go to the rock show, you go to whatever show you're seeing, and there's the merch tent. With the band on it, these these folks are the rock stars. So do they? Do you wear the shirt at the air show? Saw a lot of it. Now maybe it was last year's shirt. Don't be that guy. <laughs> right? You just put it on right away. Uh, so a lot of stuff for sale. A lot of things. My son talked to an Air Force recruiter. We spent a little bit of time over there. Oh, that's just in cool. case. Just yeah. to ask some questions. Kick the tires a little bit. Why he not? didn't sign up yet, but <laughs> that you know, of. as far as I know, right? That would be a super cool path for him. Uh, so he's just sort of exploring that, sure. but chance to look at that. I also talked with a tech sergeant, Matthew Gilbert. He is uh, based here in Milwaukee. He's at the 128th, which is Wisconsin Air National Guard unit, the refueling wing at Mitchell International. So he's walking around there with his son. So, you know, the military branches, there's competition there. Oh, yeah, sure, competition. So this guy's Air Guard, which is sort of part of the Air Force, right? It's the state, you know, division of that, Okay. But his son's got the Blue Angels shirt, and he's all about the blues. The Blue Angels? <laughs> yeah. Now, well, hang on. Your Air Force, is that okay? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, we got to spend some time with them, and they've been doing some practice over our base at the 128 here in Milwaukee, though. So we got to see them up close and meet a lot of the pilots there. So it's pretty exciting. Is it great to be able to share this with your son, too, oh, show him this is what Dad's about? Yeah, it's, it's hard to beat. It's good to come out here and see uh, what I'm all about and get to see the life I'm living. So. Yeah, pretty now, wait cool, a minute. Man. Like, here are you being big media trying to create divisiveness. Stirring it up a little bit. <laughs> wasn't even there. He's like, what? No, it's hey, fine. Looks like your boy's going Navy. Oh, how about that? <laughs> He's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's I, fine. I met the guys. They were great. Hey, don't take, <laughs> you have to take my word for it. So my guy Lee, my mother-in-law is, is remarried. That's her husband, yeah. Air Force veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, we get done with the Blue Angels show. So, so, so he's Air Force, right? Right, right. Get done with the Blue Angels who are Navy. And I'm like, so? He goes, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat facetiously nah. there's a little something there i you know one of the aircraft that i was impressed with that i wasn't expecting to be because i'm all about the the fighter jets and stuff the, the they had a couple of uh u.s army apache helicopters okay they had two of them sitting there hovering right over and they're staring at all of us on the beach i mean it's got the guns right in front this, and you're sitting there <laughs> just thinking, showing like, them off to you you know Glad you're a friendly. (laughs) This turns out bad for some people in other parts of the world, if you see that and hear that. Mm -hmm. So, man, really impressive. And number of of women were in the cockpit. One of the stunt pilots, I think, uh, we had a story in the news, right? Yeah, she joined biplane pilot. Yeah, she joined Libby. Libby Collins had one of the uh, one of the female pilots on, and she. I'm trying to remember now what her. I could tell you here if I pulled it up, but there was also the one in the Blue Angel. One of the pilots for the Blue Angels. Right, And then I believe the F-16 demo pilot was a woman as awesome. well. So women in the cockpit are not new. That's been around for some time. But for them to gain the flight hours and experience 
in order to join these demo teams. That is relatively new, lasts several years. I interviewed a woman from Wisconsin a couple of years ago who was the first or among the first to fly with the Thunderbirds. That's the Air Force demo team that flies in the F-16s. And the woman who was here, Amanda Lee, I believe is her name, is the first to join the Blue Angels in that's the awesome. F-A-18. So, and Susan Dacey was the one yeah, on the air with her. us yesterday. She flew Big Red. Yeah, really impressive. The biplane can do stuff just because it's got that second wing. Yep, highly yep. maneuverable. So really great day down there at the lakefront. And again, if that wasn't enough for you, two daily air shows in Oshkosh, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, every day of the run, EAA Air Venture. When's our team up there? Friday? Uh, at least Friday. At like, least Friday, if not both week. Thursday yep. and Friday. Yep. Yep, so the we'll afternoon be, show will be up there. Live at EAA Air Venture in Oshkosh, kicking off this morning. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Warm today, hot later this week. What's the threshold for hot? Uh, super humid and 90, right? Yeah, right. So not quite there. Hazy and warm with a high of 88 degrees, just a bit cooler near the lake. Slight chance of showers tonight, low down to 71, 73 right now in Milwaukee. That 94-degree high temp looking at Thursday for that, according to Niz Nancy. So here we go now. Now that we're dealing with this heat and the rest of the country has been dealing it for a while now, now the... The stories in the national media starting to jump the shark on how to cover these stories. Uh, uh, Good Morning America's got a uh, hack for us that we can put our sheets in the freezer that'll help cool us down at night. Wouldn't wouldn't there be some condensation? Like, wouldn't you get almost immediately wet then when they thaw out? You'd assume so. I don't know why I think that, but maybe not. Well, I saw it on the news, so it must work. They also have a bowl of ice and a fan blowing... Across the bowl of ice. Yeah. Blow some cool air. I mean, at some point, too, like, we have an old, like, old ductwork in our house. Like, uh, the upstairs, just nothing we can do to get it as cool as we want it. You ever do a little vacuum, clear all that out, get the... uh, Probably. I don't know. Ductwork guys in there? Yeah, thank you. I've spent enough on home improvement lately (laughs) with my new water heater. (laughs) Unexpectedly. I don't know how they're doing this, but they're pulling out. They're going to have the shareholders meeting today, I guess, even though I can't be here. Oh, so you're missing the shareholders meeting in Green Bay. We got the WTMJ Classic today, so I'm not not going to be able to meet, make the Green Bay Packers shareholders meeting at 11 a.m. Called Mark Murphy a bunch of times. And Mark, uh, Vince Vetrano here, team owner, think we're going to have to move the date for the meeting <laughs> yeah, on account I can't done. be there. What do you say? Uh, who is right. this? I did not receive any calls back. Now, I didn't call him. Don't text. I don't think it was nice you called Mark Murphy. He's very busy. It was cool. I'm a new. I'm a new team owner. How many stock sales have we had of of my? Oh my gosh! Lifetime four, at least three. Maybe like your late '90s was the first one since ever, and then again and again. Maybe four. Maybe it's three. Either way, each time it's come around, I've thought like, man, that'd be cool. And I didn't. And then finally this last time, what, about a year or two ago? You went for it? We, we bought in. So I own the Green Bay Packers. Went to my first shareholders meeting last year. It was it was cool. There's almost 10,000 people there, I think. You're in the bowl of Lambeau Field. And it's just fun being around other Packers fans. It's a legit meeting, right? Well, that's the part that's actually a little bit less exciting. <laughs> yes, they have. there's various team business that occurs. They have all the, the officers from the board of directors report out, as you mm-hmm. would at a meeting. Of course. And so you hear from the audits person. You hear from the 
the finance person, the treasurer. Here's the treasurer's report. We got this much cash on hand. Dee, dee, dee. I'm, like, I'm going for something to drink now. Right? <laughs> no, thank you. And they that. sell drinks? Uh, beverages. I can't remember if they sold beer, but stuff's for sale. Okay. You'd have to think, right? I mean, helps move it along. I mean, right. <laughs> Let's go. Every meeting should have this. You know, and then... Uh, Brian Gutekunst, Packers general manager, he gets up there and talks about, you know, this guy's going to be great and that guy's going to be great. Mark Murphy gets up there. Actually, Murphy's, Murphy was pretty funny. He is a funny dude. He is. And you don't, you don't think that because usually you hear him in pretty programmed situations, right. but he was kind of loose out there. He had the line, he had the line of the meeting last year. Well, here's the reality. We have a lot of new and home games. We're a shitty team. <laughs> That's him talking about the schedule. Yeah, because people complain that we don't have enough noon games. Yeah, Murphy's but. going through the schedule, and there was a bunch of primetime games for the Packers and some Thursday nighters in there, and he's like, yeah, I know it's hard on the guys. They would love to play at noon, whatever. He goes, but here's the reality. Yeah, yeah. If you're at noon every week, you ain't you real ain't good. good. Yep, yep. You don't want to play at noon. Yeah, a couple of swears in there. So if you are among those who are heading out to the shareholders meeting, we'd love to chat about your experience tomorrow. Light up the text line and hear how it went to to all of my fellow owners, you have my proxy. Vote on you know whatever whatever you think is best. Eight fifty seven on Wisconsin's morning news. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. A vacant former Boston store furniture gallery in Brookfield is poised for sale to a local developer that would convert it into co-working offices with room for about three hundred people. About 200 apartments could eventually be developed in Wauwatosa, where the Wisconsin International Academy stands today. The school is selling its site to a developer for an eventual closure. June brought more tough news for Wisconsin's home market, with sales down, the inventory of houses on the market lower, but prices increasing 8.6% from summer 2022. This is Sean Ryan with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio. WTMJ.